I'm enrolling in Medicare soon, and it had me a little confused. Then I found MyHealthPolicy.com. With MyHealthPolicy.com, I could go online and compare Medicare Advantage plans from some top-rated national insurers, including $0 monthly premium plans. I can learn about plans in my area and talk with a licensed insurance agent if needed. MyHealthPolicy.com has made doing my research a whole lot easier. My choice. My Medicare. MyHealthPolicy.com. Hey, it's Jerry the King Lawler, and you're tuned in to the Don Tony and Kevin Castle Show. I don't know why you are, but you are. Amazing, says some guy. These men have changed broadcasting forever. The Don Tony and Kevin Castle Show. Oh, yeah, you know, just, uh, oh, no, I can't afford Skype. I don't know, the, the, the baseball analogy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, come on, I'm just thinking, well, Yaki God, I don't speak Japan, and you f***ing people. Oh, yeah, you know, just, uh, f*** you, DT. Oh, well, uh, Batista's pretty f***ing sexy, and, uh, did I mention Roman Reigns gives me a boner, and, uh, uh yeah, um, uh, 1980s baseball and wrestling was better than anything else. <laughs> DonTony.com Uh, DTKC show special guest co-host tonight filling in for Don Tony my shoot brother real life brother same parents and everything John Draper what's up John oh it's the latest I've been up during the week since uh, the Kennedy administration oh Jesus uh, I try I to go sleep early you know I, I know I even told you I said yeah 11 o'clock we're on no problem <laughs> and I saw 1134 I was like oh fuck I did notice that today but I don't know like what could possibly be going on I mean I there's Friday to set up SmackDown. There's those NXT Worlds Collide Sunday. No. There's a lot of it's actually kind of a technically they they're actually acknowledging Sunday kicks off WrestleMania season. Yeah, I know it's road to WrestleMania already, man. It's uh, it, it came in really quickly, you know. And again, what's up to everybody in the chat room? Yes, what's uh, up, Phil, Slave Cheeks, Chat Side, Joey, all you guys, uh, John Draper, who's on there saying hey now to everybody, Drew yeah. Yari, Drew. Vic. See my Scott. good friend. Uh, let's see, Phil the promoters there. Yeah, yeah. Joey, Joey punches. This Tommy. Tommy was just in town, I think. In Lee Sanders. Oh, there's my buddy Lee. There's Lee. Lee's here. Everybody's here. We're doing uh, tonight is DTKC old school, circa two weeks ago. Uh, so we're back. We're doing audio Discord chat tonight. Uh, I think next week we'll debut together on the Royal Rumble after show on Monday. It makes sense to me. Uh, me and DT on the on the YouTube thing on Discord. I know DT was working on some things with Dells tonight, so he had warned me in advance that he wasn't going to be uh, on the show. He was setting the record button, and he'll see us tomorrow. That's pretty much what he said. Yes. Uh, but uh, so yeah, thanks to Wrestling Court and everybody who's here. Sal from Arizona, everybody. 
everybody, all the beautiful people, everyone's trickling in now, John. See, because everyone was confused. They thought Raw yeah. was still on. Everyone was confused. We're all confused. And right now, as I'm looking at the TV, it's uh, the Miz and Mrs. Uh, show is on. So. Yeah, so that was total bullshit. So we can we total we bullshit. Total bullshit. What's up, Kyle? What's up, Wrestling Court? And right off the bat, John, let's shout out a uh, fan of ours, uh, Tim. Tim's 35th birthday today. So happy birthday, Tim. 35 candles. John, remember how what it was like to be 35? No. No, I didn't. Yeah, I thought it was a good year. 35 was not a bad year. I don't remember it at all. I don't know what I oh, was for doing. Real? No, I don't. I, I was. What was I doing? I don't know. I'd have to really think about it. 35? You live, you're living in, uh, living in Brooklyn, right? Was I? With 35? I might have been in Manhattan. Were you in Manhattan at 35? Maybe. Maybe. Jeez. Yeah, I vaguely remember. I, I don't know. No, I, 35? I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. It's, so, it's almost like 15 years ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah, wow. Well, you got a couple of years before you're 5 Are you, what, a year and a half? Uh, yeah, roughly. Roughly. Yeah, I know. Big party. <laughs> so, I well, doubt. No, no. I highly, highly doubt it. No, someone will probably throw you on. You no, know, me, me and Randy choice. were talking about it, and I told her I, I think I want to go to uh, like Disney or Universal or something like that because it's just something we never do. And then the kids were like, "Yeah, that's the best fiftieth birthday ever." I was like, "Yeah, of, of course you're gonna go." I mean, like you know. Yeah, like a big family thing. Well, yeah, Violet turns eighteen like th- a, like a month later and graduates high school, so we oh, were like nice. trying to combine all that. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, let's just uh, right off the bat, we'll shout out our new and returning patrons, uh, Elijah Honeywell, Philip Mafia, uh, and John Santo Massimo. And so funny, I'm Italian. I can't promote, promote I, can't, I, I can't pronounce Italian last names. And uh, shout out to some of our associate producers. We'll do a little now, a little bit later. Ty C. Bowers, Chatside Forms, Black Sheep of the Don Tony family, Sharon Pierce, Julius Tillery, Aaron from Anaheim, Seth Washington, Isaac Fox, Whisper Rob, G-Unit, Jay Gambino, Nick McLeod, Vic Condori, Garcia Arcane, CM Black Pixels, Jacob Eston, Michael John Buchanan, Stell, Derek Brewer, Jerry Stewart, John Marin, Michael Westfall, Brandon Foley, Chuck Lentz, Tony, Chris Harris, Keith Doherty, John Krauser, Raul Soul Goodman Rubio, Fatty316, Stan the Man Loudon, and Don Tony's political advisor, also known as Anna. Is Anna, is that a secret? No, we all know you. Don, Don Tony's, that's the name, Don Tony's political advisor? Yeah, that's our good friend Anna. Great, 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 great people. Uh, they're all good people. Yeah, but cool. uh, speaking, of, uh, speaking of great people, uh, what do you think of Raw tonight? I, you know, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't want, I want to know more about Seth's glove. Why is Seth wearing the one glove? And that Seth shirt is just heel. Is could there be a worse shirt than the Seth uh, Messiah shirt? <laughs> yeah, you don't like it. No, who does anyone like it? Uh, what do you think? Seth's uh, copying CM Punk Straighted Society meets Raven's Flock here a little bit. I kind of feel like it's a loose copying of um, the Inner Circle. To be honest with you. Oh, you think so? A little Inner Circle. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Okay. yeah, I do. I kind of feel like it's a loose version of the Inner Circle. Franchise says he's kind of imitating Negan from uh, Dead. Would you say I didn't really? I mean, I know that show, but I don't really watch it. Is he really like that? The no. Negan character, the leather jacket, and all that shit. Yeah. Nah, he has more like zingers. Negan does the more. Seth's not going oh, for zingers. Well, Seth's there's... basically trying to stay like. Uh, well, I'm, I told you, I'm not a big guy here. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, there's uh, there's the uh, Phil posted the uh, shirt of Seth Rollins. Everybody can check it out. Monday Night Messiah, and it's got some sort of new. 
cryptic thing in the back. I mean, well, it's... yeah, well, that stained glass. It's supposed to be like a like a stained glass church. Like he's oh, like Jesus. Okay. Well, I, they should have just bit the bullet and called him CrossFit Jesus. That would have been fucking hilarious. I would have been the balls to think I called him that. Bisexual Jesus. No, no, cross, no CrossFit Jesus. Yeah, no, they could have called him that. I mean, uh, so I mean, you know, tonight obviously they they're starting to build momentum, grabbing some titles. Uh, with the tag team, we'll get to that a little bit later on, but let's just let's start chronologically in order here. Uh, so Seth opens up the show, walks out with uh, the AOP and the newest member, Buddy Murphy, all rocking black suits. Buddy looking pretty good in the black suit. What'd you think of the guys dressing alike uh, coming out there together? That's a, that is an old school horseman vibe, doesn't it? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit of a horseman vibe. Everybody looking good in their black outfits. Uh, you know, doing his usual spiel, cutting his promo. If you're not with us, you're against us. Uh, wasn't a big hardcore song? <laughs> if you're not with us, you're against us. Who sang well, that? Uh, us, us versus them is sick of it all. Oh, us versus them. And E-Town Concrete did. You're not with us. Yeah, they have a similar, yeah. Um, And now comes Kevin Owens and uh, Samoa Joe on the apron, who are becoming quite the couple. Uh, and I mean that in a tag team way, not in a sexual way. Mm. Uh, so they look pretty good together. What do you like? Samoa Joe and Owens teaming up? You, you enjoying that? I like it, but I feel like they're very um, lateral. You know what I mean? Like, like they have yeah. a lot. There's a lot of similarities there in terms of the style and even the way they cut promos. Um, they're two big bruisers. You know what I mean? They're two like bruiser guys that the fans seem to like a lot. Um, but um, I, I don't know where this is going. You know, like how long is this going to go on for? I don't know. Is this carrying to Mania season? Do you think? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, obviously, what a, what a flip they've done. What a turnaround from six months ago. You got, you know, um, Seth Rollins, who was the poster boy fan favorite, but not really because people were booing him. Mm-hmm. And yet Samoa Joe and, and Owens, who are clear-cut villains, and they, they flipped the script, and I think it's the way to go right now. I don't see it changing anytime soon. I think they should keep uh, Samoa Joe and Owens baby faces. Yeah, I think they'll keep them together. As, I don't know how long the together thing will work because I feel like it's just heading towards a feud. You know, yeah. obviously, like this is just a fodder for a feud. Maybe not with Seth involved, but um, yeah, when they came out, I was like, okay, you know, they got the suits on, and but then they involved uh, the Viking Raiders, who are just uh, not not working for me at all. Yeah, that when they they said, well, join us, boys. I'm like, oh, who's this going to be? Well, clearly, it's not the big show, thank God. But then the Viking Raiders music hits, and and again, I can't I can't get out of the mode of not believing in these guys here. Maybe they were great in New Japan and on the independent circuit at Ring of Honor and everything, but I, in the WWE, it's concession stand time. I just can't get into these guys. Can you? Yeah. They No, but the, they, this is the first time I noticed people audibly cheered. They did. There was, uh, let's say that right off the bat. What's up, Cockboy, Brandon, uh, everyone who's joining now, uh, lunch table. Um, I'll say this. The crowd was pretty hot tonight. Where were they tonight again, guys? What city were they? Kansas. 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 Uh, I think that I think the crowd reaction was pretty good tonight. Wouldn't you say? Crowd was crowd wasn't sitting on their hands too much tonight. No, the crowd was into it. I mean, that was a hot crowd, um, and they were into it right from the beginning. You know, they they shit on Seth, and um, and they were very happy for Owens, and then they were happy for the Viking Raiders, and you know, so the crowd was there all the whole time. They didn't really bow out at all. You know. Oh what yeah. I mean? so oh, that was, that was really yeah. Then what you thought tonight? Shout out to our boy Rick from Marauder who lives there. So oh, right. uh, yeah, Rick lives in uh, Wichita. I just turned fifty too, so happy birthday to Rick! I saw that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, Rick, good guy. Old, old Queens, old Queens head, um, living down in uh, Kansas City. That's got to be different. Told him Bob Geigel, <laughs> Bob Geigel, sorry. sorry. He had no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> That's okay. Most people, most people don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody. The crowd, the crowd was hot, and, and the, you know, just like yesterday, Kansas City Chiefs went into the Super Bowl. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure tonight was a good night, pretty much anywhere in Kansas. 
Yeah, yeah. So the crowd was the the crowd was cool. Uh, they got a good pop when they came down the ring. They had a big schmaz, big brawl ensued, which would set up some matches later, which would be, of course, Seth and Buddy Murphy going against the War Raiders for the tag team belts. And we'll get into that. Like I said, we'll do. We'll try to do stuff in chronological order to keep it, uh, you know, lateral moves here for everybody. Um, then we had uh, some clips of Andrade versus Ray with their little feud that's been going on lately. It's been a good feud. People seem to be enjoying it. They match up really well together. And I think Ray is here basically to put Andrade over and make him the next successor as as the top Latino star. Uh, they had the ladder match. What did you think of the ladder match, John? It went a pretty decent amount of time. Well, there was a couple of scary spots there. Yeah. Um, you know, with the there was a, did Ray do a Huna Conrado off the top ladder? Yeah, he did something like that. Yeah, I mean there was there was a couple of uh, crazy moves actually um, when he did uh, that DDT off the uh, ladder, which yeah. was fucking nuts. Yeah, there was a couple of slip ups there. There was a couple of slip ups there. Um, but I didn't think Ray was getting the belt back. Uh, but the crowd was really into that match. Um, that probably should have headlined the card personally. It probably should have. And, you know, Zelina got up there, got a little bit into the action, slapped Ray, then she she got into it. Uh, Zelina looking good, as always, tonight. Her outfits are getting better and better. Yeah, she had, like, an evil figure skater outfit on. She had, like, the Brandy Rose evil figure skater outfit on. She did, actually. She looked pretty good. So Andrade uh, got the win, and then uh, he takes Ray out, starts beating him outside the ring. Then comes uh, a masked wrestler who I thought was Dominic for like a thought, hot second. I think we all thought it was Dominic. I think everybody yeah. thought it was Dominic. Yeah, did you guys think it was Dominic for a minute? I thought it was Dominic for like a, a second. Then it turned out to be Umberto. Uh, Umberto uh, unmasked and then attacked Andrade. So obviously they're still pushing the Umberto thing with, uh, with uh, Andrade. So I guess we'll be seeing them go at it again. Uh, then they did a tribute, Martin Luther King Day, and let's, you know, we, we should talk about that. Obviously, Martin Luther King Day today. We can't overlook that holiday today. Were you actually off today from work, Draper? No, I was not. Oh, you had to work today, actually? <laughs> yeah, I don't get this day. Oh, I don't okay. get it as a holiday. I, I, I only get, like, the major holidays, unfortunately. Okay, but a lot of other stuff was closed around you today, right? Well, yeah, it was a, it's a federal holiday. Um, I used to get it for Wall Street because the markets are closed, but, you know. I don't get it, unfortunately. Sad. Yeah. yeah. We clearly have a troll in the thing. Mr. Austin X, go fuck yourself and get out of the chat room, douchebag. Sean, get rid of him, please. This guy's going to come here and infiltrate. Uh, really, you know, get a fucking life. This this, this is why we uh, weed out these douchebags. Um, so anyway, we get back into uh, Brock and Heyman come out and uh, cut a promo. Brock, of course, going in at number one. Uh, we'll get into predictions and who you think is going to be uh, Royal Rumble winner and stuff, and we'll go over the matches and stuff and do some predictions. So obviously next week is the Rumble. You'll be watching, right, Draper? Yeah, I'll be watching Saturday and uh, Sunday. But um, that was interesting with the Brock thing because I'm like, well, Brock's been on a bunch of Raws lately. I mean, Brock, Brock has actually been on a couple weeks, and uh, I did not think the person to come out would be uh, Ricochet. That was kind of weird. Yeah, no, that was the biggest disappointment when it was like, there's no one in that locker room. Again, I'm like, oh, you know, maybe, and I was thinking, oh, who can come out? And Ricochet comes out. And the crowd, crowd wasn't really hot for that one, though. Yeah, I mean, Ricochet cut out and cut his very inspiring promos where he's like, hey, Brock, I, I was just in the back and fingering my, my butthole. And <laughs> oh, I'm going to get, maybe you should fight me now. That's and a good Ricochet. That's a good Ricochet impersonation. Well, you'll be funny if Heyman and Ricochet walked in and would be like, you're fingering your own asshole. <laughs> you think that Brock Lesnar is going to fight a guy oh who fingers his own butthole? That's very good. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh Lord. He digs into the, he, he, there's a video of him fingering his asshole. It's not like we're talking I, about I, I heard about it. I just, oh man. So Ricochet comes out, says he's not afraid of Brock Lesnar, but the crowd really doesn't really You know what he is afraid of, Kev? Sharp fingernails for his butthole. That would hurt. I agree. You should Anal- be fr- you should cut your nails. Anal bleeding is no joke. That's not <laughs> funny. You're gonna get an anal fusion from Brock Lesnar. Oh my God! What's your prediction for Brock? Think Brock's gonna have a long standing in the world? You think he's gonna get dumped out by McIntyre? What do you think? How how far the distance do you think Brock's gonna go in this? Far. Well, if they do the if the Kane thing is happening, then Kane will be the one to throw him out just so they can have a match, you know, at Mania, and we'll hear about it for like two months. Yeah. But um, you know, Brock, Brock will stay in there for a while, you know, and people. Brock was saying there a while just to silence some people and be like, well, Brock, you know, Brock was in Brock was in the match for a half hour and he did this and he did that. And he did this and he did that. Don't forget, there'll be a lot of filler in that match. Yeah, no, it's, I mean? it's, no, it's true, actually. And shout out to our buddy Dells is here. What's up, DJ Dells? And I agree with Dells. Uh, Drew, I want Drew to win, too. I hope McIntyre actually wins. I'm picking. Uh, might as well pick him now. What do, what do you pick for the Royal Rumble? Just out of the I'm pick McIntyre. Who do you pick? I I don't know honestly. I was thinking about it today because I was I thought it was next week, but I was thinking about it today and I was like I honestly don't know. I I know they have to have Roman to fight uh, Bray, mm-hmm. and Brock is gonna fight Kane, but is you know Brock gonna go in as the champ? I honestly don't know. I I I I I, I would have to probably say Roman just so he could fight Bray because I don't see any other way to get Roman to break because this Daniel Bryan thing is tying it all up. Yeah. But you never know. I mean, it could be Drew. I don't think. I think Drew's not quite there yet. I think that's a ladder push after Mania. I don't think that that's a pre-Mania push. I think they're they're building it. Well, just because everything gets lost in translation and podcasting, I want to be clear. I wasn't saying Drew Yari was going to win. I meant Drew McIntyre. Wait, I thought you meant Drew Yari. I everyone is saying Drew Yari is in the Royal Rumble. I'm like, no, 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 yes. Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre is going to win. Yeah. Not that Drew Yari couldn't be in the Royal Rumble. But yeah. I, it's going to be McIntyre this time around. Shout out to Drew, by the way, Brandon, Smokey, all you guys, Sasha Baron Corbin, all you guys, except for so the. One the but then Brock, Ricochet. I thought Brock would have f five uh, Ricochet, but instead he kicks him in the balls. He Rochambeau's him. Yeah, yeah, no, he did. I mean, uh, again, Brock doesn't really have much competition outside of Drew, and maybe if, if you want to throw Randy Orton in the mix. Well, Kane, that's the point of bringing in Kane. Uh, I don't want to see Kane. I don't want to see Kane. Remember, it's Kane Velasquez, not Kane. Well, I don't I don't want to see that Kane. That, I don't want to see the C or the K, all right? I don't want to see either one. Yeah. So I, then, if you guys had a choice, who would you rather see, Velasquez or old school Kane? I, I would say Velasquez just because it's different, and I just, you know, I don't, I, I, I mean, he's a legit murderer. I mean, like he's a legit killer in in, in MMA, but um, yeah. he, looks, he looks old. He's got bitch tits now. Um, he literally is the reason why Brock has a scar on his face from caving in his orbital over there. So it's breaking his cheekbone. So yeah. and I remember watching that very vividly going, holy fucking shit. So we'll see. He's just got to get some charisma and get some sort of character. I think the fans haven't been able to connect to him yet. You know, obviously the UFC people and MMA people know him, but the wrestling fans are still kind of Wikipedia. They're still Wikipedia in him. And well, maybe him maybe this is where Heyman turns on Lesnar and like you know, and then Lesnar disappears for a long time and he just starts cutting promos in Spanish. Mikama Paul Heyman, you know, Jesus like just to have Christ. him cut Spanish promos in that crazy voice. That'd be fucking hilarious. Oh my God, Jesus! <laughs> so anyway, uh, Randy Orton does an interview, and he's about to have a match with Drew Mac. Does an interview with Charlie, your favorite. You're not a big Charlie fan, are you? No. I'm a DT loves her. You don't love her. I don't. No. 
I'm not into any of the announcer broads. I'm just like, I don't know. They're just announcer broads. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not, they don't really do anything for me. Announcer broads. Okay. Well, this deep competition of like very super attractive women who are wrestling every week. You know what I mean? And then this girl goes, yeah. I'm standing here with Randy Orton. I'm like, all right, that's, <laughs> that's great. Randy, what are you doing later? Like, no. you know, I just, that's not really <laughs> as interesting as a girl like in a bathing suit wrestling every week. I tell All the guys in the chat seem to like Charlie. Um, attractive, yeah. good looking woman. No, I'm not uh, saying she's not. I'm just, I just don't care. No, no, she I got you. She you. wouldn't have the job otherwise. If she looked like Le- Lena Dunham, she wouldn't have the fucking job. You know what I mean? I got you. Eddie loves her. <laughs> no, but Kathy Kelly's pretty good too. She's on NXT though, mostly, isn't she? Mostly, yeah. Kathy Kelly. She was the one who used to date. Uh, what's his name? Who's still out? Um, Finn. Right? No, 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 no. Uh, what's his name? Who did Kathy Kelly used to date, guys? Who's out right now in injury? You guys remember? No, uh, Dream. Uh, Velveteen Dream. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She dated Velveteen Dream. Little stuff you, you find out about on DTKC. Um, and then uh, Randy's uh, fighting Drew McIntyre. Randy making some weird gestures in the ring the whole time, checking his teeth, doing yeah. like some weird strut thing. And like, you just think he was just trying to have some fun in there with Drew McIntyre, even though you think it would be more of an intense match because Drew's such a beast. But Randy they're both, was. They're both such big dudes. I mean, they're yeah, yeah. sort of size match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Joey's saying who's improv. Yeah, it was Randy was definitely improving in that match. There's no doubt about it. The way he was looking at the camera and making faces and sticking his tongue out. He was, wor- he was working on some 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 monologues he has saved, you know. <laughs> I think so. But uh so then uh, the OC ends up j- jumping Drew McIntyre. Randy comes in to kind of save him in a way. You think there's going to be a nice little handshake there. Randy says I respect you or whatever and walks past yeah, him. And then, yeah, and then gives him the RKO. And uh, oh. takes him takes him out. Drew is doing the uh, leaning up again in the corner with the microphone, trying to get some words out as he's getting catching his breath, and then basically threatens Randy Orton's life, <laughs> or he's going to take him out in the Royal Rumble. That's a good match. Those two guys match up pretty good, but they'll probably eventually be friends. Yeah, they'll probably end up being a tag team. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they size up pretty good. Both guys about six four, six five. But Drew is kind of the now. Randy is kind of his best years, I think. Are, but even though he signed the five year deal, his best years are behind him. Think Randy though was ever going to be the guy to put people over though? No, he's 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 Randy. I mean, Randy's just a he's a miserable guy. You know what I mean? He's if he, when he wants. Uh, to do you think he's, he you think he's a you think he's a miserable guy? I think he's kind well, of. Well, he's uh, he's been he's been phoning it in for the better part of three or four years. I mean, like he's really been phoning it in. Like he doesn't. Yeah. Um, they haven't given him a lot of good stuff, but I mean, he's lost. Some, he's kind of yeah, they have a lot of other dudes right coming up the pipeline, man. I mean, they just have a pipeline of giant big dudes possibly now. So we'll see what this. Means. I mean, he should be there elevating people, and he's you know maybe they'll make him do that. Uh, but you know they'll use him as much as they can. Okay, yeah. So anyway, they uh, have their little thing together. Then, uh, like I said, Drew gets his little talking spot in. And then they go to uh, back to Charlie again, and Charlie's interviewing Charlotte Flair, who takes a little dig at Becky, who's behind her, saying that uh, someone won last year who didn't deserve to win the Royal Rumble. Do you agree with that, Traper? I don't know. I, I vaguely remember the circumstance around last year's Royal Rumble. I do. I just vaguely, because I don't remember. I, I forgot Roman even won. I mean, Seth won. I totally forgot Seth won the Rumble last year, so I don't know. I don't know. what. You know, Charlotte gave an interview, I think, this week where she said she has a terrible win-loss record. Did you see anything about that? No, I didn't see that. That was an interview she did this week. Yeah, I don't know if it was like supposed to be like in a shoot or whatever, but somebody just shared it in one of the chat rooms and saying that she, she's lost like a shit ton of matches, you know. Yeah. But uh, I don't, I, I don't know where this. They have this weird feud with um, the uh, the Bukaki twins there, that Charlotte and Becky. You know what I mean? They have to keep that active every week. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, of course, Charlotte didn't wrestle, though. No, she didn't. I mean, but well, Becky ended up, you know, skipping ahead a little bit. Becky uh, Lynch uh, then goes out to the ring. She cuts her promo. I'm still not big on Becky's promo. I think that was any yeah. kind of a decent promo again. No, I didn't think the promo last week that everybody loved was great either. I just, I don't, I don't, I just, I'm done with it. I, I'm ready to move on. That, that's yeah. just how I feel. I'm ready to yeah. move on with Becky. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't care for it. Uh, then out comes uh, the Kabuki Warriors, Kari Sane with Asuka. Kari's cleared to wrestle again, I guess, on a regular basis. Uh, she has a match against Becky Lynch, which was weird because at one point Asuka gets to sit on the post in the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the ring and just sat there and watched them wrestle. What do you think of the match? Kyrie Sane likes the, a lot of oohs and ahs out of Kyrie Sane, right? When our- I like Kyrie. I, I, Kyrie sells good. You know, like her shit looks yeah, good. She- because She's weird because she's very small, Kev, but her shit looks good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she's she's just a very well-trained woman's wrestler. <laughs> like You know what I mean? Like I, you know, she's, it's funny because a year ago she was such a white meat baby face. And like the thought of her being like some evil, you know, in an evil tag team, it just never would have occurred to me. But she seems to transition to this pretty nicely. She has. I mean, she is a good one. She does sell very good. She's very animated when she's getting hurt, you know? Yeah, but you, but yeah, but she, her shit looks good. I mean, like, you know, I know a lot of people don't like her or whatever. Unlike, like, say, like a Rio who looks like, you know, a, a seventh grader in an adult, you know, uh, in an adult match. Kari's small, but she looks good. She looks like she, she's tough. You know what I mean? I love her selling. I think her selling's great. Um, I actually feel like she's kind of wasted in a tag team. I think she could have been a much more like you know bigger singles wrestler, but at least she's on. At least she's got a belt. They're doing stuff with her, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, no, I'll I'll take uh, Kari over uh, Rio any day. Oh, and, Jesus, absolutely, not even not, not even a contest. Yep. Uh, I would say they both look super young, but Kari looks like more of a wrestler, in my opinion. And yeah, just, and her uh, her offense stuff, like her uh, dude, her elbow. I always thought that shit was great. I, from day one, I was like, "Fuck, that looks awesome." You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah no, she, she does. Yeah, I mean, and actually, and Zia Lin is good too, man. I like. She's good too. too. She's yeah. she's very good too. She has like a Street Fighter character quality going on there. Suleiman says he loves Japanese women. Don't we all, Suleiman? Don't we? Yeah, all? and I like that she that Sheeta was it Sheeta that the the newer girl in AEW. I think she's pretty solid too. Yeah, there's uh, there's so many. I mean, what a night and day difference of thirty years ago, right? Draper when it was pretty much Leilani Kai and Rock and Robin. We didn't have much choices wow. outside of that. I think you and I were at a house show where they debuted the Jumping Bomb Angels. I think we were. Yeah, I think we were. I have it's- a memory of you and I being at a show where they where they wrestled and they looked mm-hmm. great. But no one like gave you they had the satin jackets. Right? I, I, I think well, we were there when the Glamour Girls came out with Jimmy Hart. If you remember that. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. Sheeta, Sheeta, look, dude, Sheeta looks, Sheeta looks tough as fuck. I, I'm, I like Sheeta's shit. I think it looks good. Yeah, she's not bad. I mean, like I said, oh, Misty Blue Sims, right? Misty Blue Sims. I, of course, I remember. Misty. We said for your posters on the wall, Misty Blue Sims. Dude, we, we, but but this is the thing. We've seen matches with like Lalati Kai and Misty Blue Sims. We've oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Yeah, we did. We actually did. Well, again, over 30 years ago. We'll, we'll talk a little bit, about, speaking of old school, we'll talk about Rocky Johnson a little bit, too, because uh, they showed a nice uh, promo package on it. Tonight's short, but nice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We might as well talk about that now. What you think of the Rocky Johnson? Obviously, the the clip they must show with Tony Atlas back in 83, winning those tag belts. We remember that well. We were big jumping deal. up and down. We were so excited. It, it was a big deal. And, uh, you know, Rocky Johnson, had, and it's fun. And I know a lot of the younger guys here who, who are maybe under 30, uh, didn't get to see you. Didn't really know a lot about Rocky Johnson. Had to really look him up and know him as the Rock's father. And that's okay. It's a generational sure. thing. But uh, back in our day, and me and uh, Draper can tell you, in the early '80s, he on the card. He was a big deal. His dropkick, his shuffle, crowd was into everything he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah the shuffle. 
And and remember, he went against Morocco a couple of cards. We went on for the IC belt, and it was so close. He came so close to beating Morocco, but never did. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he. Um, we saw him quite a bit, and uh, he always got a major, major, major response from the crowd. Um, you know, I, I don't. Not that that race relations were were resolved in 1982 or whatever, yeah. but there was never. I mean, guys like him, Tony Atlas, SD Jones, like you know, there was the crowd loved these people. Like they oh, loved. Oh yeah, they did. They yeah. loved these guys. The, the garden was like a was like their house. The garden was the home for WWF. And uh, what a lot of people don't know is once a month, and I talk about this on Soup, um, Monday nights was the wrestling cards. There was no – they were broadcast on closed circuit for MSG yep. if you had closed circuit. Yep. And they were they were very long cards. Sometimes main events were not big people. They would put the bigger matches on early because they knew people would leave. But you would see Rocky Johnson on a regular basis on these shows. Um, and not to mention the, the the weekly TV shows, and he was a, a total over babyface, one hundred percent. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll tell a quick story. When I I went, you weren't with me, but I was with my friend Frankie Santaro, and we went to St. Rosa Lima. When they used I remember to, the ads. Yeah, I wasn't sure yeah, if I was there, but yeah, I remember seeing no, no. the posters everywhere. Yeah, they had you the didn't. You, yeah, you didn't go to that one. But me and Frankie went there, and, and Rocky Johnson was in the semi main, and his opponent wasn't any big deal. It was Paul Butcher Vashon was his opponent that night. And this is before he teamed up with Atlas. He was still doing so. This was summer of 83. And uh, they used to do schools, and they used to have these charity events, and WWF would do the schools. And St. Rosa Lima was a place in Brooklyn, not too far from where I and Stephanie used to live, about two blocks away. Right. And we used to walk there. It was a big deal, right off Avenue U and, uh, in Brooklyn. And Rocky Johnson was there. got his autograph, shook his hand. I was in awe. I was 15 years old. He just towered over us. He was about 6'3 himself. Yeah. Pretty big, pretty, pretty guy. And uh, he was there. S.D. Jones was there. Paul Butcher Vashon was there. Charlie Fulton was there. Rick oh, wow. McGraw was there. I mean, it was – but I remember just Rocky Johnson was the, the big star in that. And the schoolyard was packed. It was, it was a big turnout. You know, and, and it wasn't – and there was no rock and wrestling then, Drake. But it was two years before MTV turned on to uh, – Yeah. To, uh, and, it's, and for people that have never seen it, I don't know how it's portrayed now. But if you find the original footage of Garden House Shows or Garden Monthly Shows – um, people came out. There was no music whatsoever. Like no one got music. No. It was literally guys just walking out. Like you know, and it was, you know, and you just you heard like the bell rang, and then you they would put a light on the hallway, and then the heel would usually come out first, yeah. and with with police escorts or like like bodyguard type people because the crowds yeah, were really around. crazy, and all you heard was cheers, and you heard like Lord Alfred Hayes and like Gorilla Monsoon talking, like you know what yeah. I mean? It's like oh here he comes, blah blah blah, and no music. And it's a very weird thing to see now. It is. It is very weird. And then when music kicked in, you just expected to hear it for everybody. You know, if you yeah, remember, if I'm not when, mistaken, Kev, didn't Mid South or or Georgia or whatever they were the first people to start Mid Mid South. And when Junkyard Dog first appeared in Madison Square Garden, they did use another one, Bites the Dust, before he did Grab Them Cakes and did mm -hmm. WWE did their own songs. But he did use another one, Bites the Dust, uh, from Queen uh, right. back then, and that was a big song in the early '80s too. So yeah, and Hogan would use Eye of the Tiger. I had a tiger, and yeah, everyone was using real music at that point. And, uh, you know, just like if you remember the Steiners were using Welcome to the Jungle at one point from Guns N' Roses in the mid-'80s. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody was using them. So that, those were the good times. Then when the generic music came in, it was still cool, but it wasn't the same. Yep. You know? But anyway, get back to it. We got a little off, off topic yeah. there. But uh, back to Raw. Uh, Kari taps out to Becky with the disarmor. 
Uh, and then Asuka again jumps Becky again and beats her up again <laughs> for the third week in a row. This is like the third week in a row she left Becky laying. Kick, give her a nice kick, laid her out. Yeah, uh, but also that tells you Becky's winning Sunday. I mean, that just gives that away 100%. Yeah, I would probably say Becky's Becky's going to get the win on Sunday. I, I would think I, it would be weird to, unless they want to keep this uh, thing alive and someone's like maybe milk it to WrestleMania. I don't know about that. No, no, no. No, it's too much. It's too long. It's too much going on. Yeah, people are agreeing that she's going to drop it. Uh, yeah, the Rocky Johnson tribute was after that, but we skipped ahead a little bit. Yeah. Then you got Seth and uh, Buddy Murphy uh, go against the War Raiders for the Tag Team Championship. Uh, you know, not not that long of a match. Nothing uh, really to write home about. Again, the War Raiders were getting some support from the crowd. The crowd is getting a little bit into them here in Kansas City. But in the end, uh, gold for Seth and Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy's uh, first major title i know he was a 205 champ mm. but uh major gold here in the wwe big leagues so uh what do you think about those two as a tag team draper good style I mean, it's the first the first time i mean it was the first time seeing them obviously but uh, buddy murphy's coming off of a great program with alistair black um and you know seth seth could work i i, I think seth's shit looks pretty good for the most part seth, seth seth has been consistently working outside of his one major injury for how many years now he's been on television so um, I Viking Raiders, you know, I, they try, I, I mean, like, you know, I just, I just, I don't need, I'm not into them. You know, I just, I don't, I don't feel like, uh, the crowd really supports them, even though the crowd was pretty generous tonight, even during that match. But this is, I think, uh, it's weird. I, I have a feeling he's just going to turn around and hand those belts to AOP or do something weird like that. You know what I mean? That's true. Scott feels nothing for, uh, the war Raiders. He's got nothing for them. Yeah, I agree with Scott. I just, I feel nothing yeah. for them too. I just, a lot of people are on Twitter going, why didn't the AOP just fight them and win the Bills? But No, it's, that's true. And uh, what's his name? Uh, 182, who's in our chat. Shout out to him. He's going to the Royal Rumble this Sunday. Should be interesting. Uh, oh, got, very cool. Yeah, you got good seats, buddy. Anything uh, good? That should be, I mean, Royal Rumble's a fun show to watch. I don't uh, it's my favorite one of the year. It's gonna. It should be a good show. I mean, we've never. Me and you have never been to a Royal Rumble, right? No, I've never no. been to a Royal. Rumble. I don't know how many have been in our tri-state area for the most part. To be honest, we've, we've really been. Have. We, yeah, we've been to a couple of Summer Slams, but we've never a been few, to the Royal yeah. Rumble. Yeah, never been to the Royal no, Rumble. Never been to the Rumble. Um. So then, Seth and Buddy is gonna. They win the tag belts, and then the Street Profits do their thing. And I know Draper, you're a big fan of this news update desk thing they do. Yeah. No. Not even a little. <laughs> Didn't like it at all. No. Uh, uh, what's his name said he's close to the third base area so that should be not too bad actually mm-hmm. uh, if you think about it uh, down the line depends how far the ring is I'm assuming the ring is right centered off the pitching pitcher's mound yeah right so um, yeah, and he's not an Astros fan by the way he's just letting us know so neither am I by the way anymore um, so yeah so the Street Profits do their news update they do an Otis thing trying to clown on Otis is Val Venus and uh, mm-hmm. Uh, Drake, do you think anybody's even recognizing that music? A lot of modern fans not knowing who the fuck that is. Yeah, no, no, no one knows. No one knows that music. <laughs> like it's just it's these days. First of all, they're too young to know that music, so I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're like in their early thirties or late twenties or whatever. So what the fuck are they talking about? Uh, missing no said uh, uh, going to the rumble too. I guess so. There's a couple of people in the chat going to the rumble. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Chief Morley. Let's be honest. Everybody in the chat room remember Val Venus like in his prime. Is anybody too young to even remember him? I'm just curious, like how young people are in the chat. It seems like everybody, you know, uh, remembers a certain amount of people. But Val Venus, yeah, most people remember Val. We're getting old. But again, for modern fans, they're, they're not going to get that. And of course, just goofing on the fact that Otis is fat. That's all. right. Right. 
And uh, but it works for Otis, and he's getting over. So you know they can clown him all he wants. He's one of the few guys who are over on that fucking brand. When you think about it, right? Outside yeah. of Daniel Bryan and some of the other bigger names. Very true. Uh, so we're gonna wrap, and then we'll get into some news. Uh, Matt Hardy, who's still here, but after tonight, it looks uh, to me is this a sign on the wall, Draper? Matt yeah. is not long for this company as he jobs to Rowan. Yeah, I I don't know what the deal was with that. That was kind of shitty to see, to be honest with you, but. I his I know his contract's up. He's he's clearly not resigning. Um, no. So you know that I mean I don't know what's next for him if he's even going to work anymore. I don't know if he has to work. You know you would hope he doesn't have to work. He has very young young children, um, yeah. and he seems to really enjoy being with his family. So three kids now going on three kids now. Right? I know they got three little. They got like between five and like six months. I mean like yeah. you know so you know that if you want to you want to see the guy you know. Spend time with his family. He's such a good dude. Everybody loves that dude. Um, they didn't really cash in on him the way they should have when they brought him back, but it doesn't seem to be that big of a deal for him. Um, so we'll see. I mean, a lot of people were upset the way that match went down. I don't blame them. I, you know, we love the Hardys. Everybody loves Matt Hardy specifically. Uh, but you know, he's getting paid good money. He doesn't seem to have a problem with it. He's he's actively not looking to be on the roster. So they're actively not looking to keep him. So maybe this was it. Who the hell knows? Yeah, so well, we'll see where he ends up. He'll get a job, you know, anywhere. He'll be fine, you know, in the end. He'll be fine. And listen, his career is winding down, as they say. The, yeah. the waves are coming into shore for him in his mid-40s. And uh, he can always do something behind the scenes and, and do very well, you know? Yeah, or to, or get us. I don't know if they have a school there. I mean, there's lots of things he can He can do indie dates and make decent money and still be home, you know, most of the year. So, yeah, there's, there's plenty of life for him outside of active com- competition in the ring. Uh, whether he chooses to continue to do it or not. Uh, then we got the final closer of the night, Lashley, uh, Lana and Lashley and Bob Lashley versus Rusev and Liv Morgan. I was having a hard time paying attention to this, Draper. I thought it was garbage. Yeah, I was just curious to see what Liv was going to wear. She looked pretty good. You like Liv? Uh, I do. I like Liv. I mean, I like Liv, and then I think of the fact that she like was sleeping with Enzo. So that like kind of is a is a is a is a black mark. You does know? that drive you nuts? Does that drive you nuts? Or? It does. It does. Because when like you know like like, I mean, I have nothing against Enzo as a like a person per se, but like, do you really want like if you've met a girl and she's like, who did you used to date? Oh, this guy is a wrestler, Enzo. Wouldn't that be like a red flag? Wouldn't you just be like, really? Like you, that was somebody you were with? <laughs> oh God. She lived with Enzo. They were like they were like a couple for like a long time. Like you know what I mean? They were. I don't know how they broke. I think they broke up because he started getting over and started banging other broads. But yeah, she was with Enzo. Ooh, ooh. Well, you know, they told we were just bringing up uh, if Matt can maybe be a producer. Uh, heard that a former WWE star, and this will be interesting. Who remembers this guy? Uh, will be returning as a producer. Former WWE star Sylvain Grenier. Remember him? The French Not tickler, really. The French tickler detective revealed during an interview with TVA Sports that he will be returning to WWE to work as a producer. Grenier said he doesn't know if he'll be working for Raw or SmackDown, but he'll be starting his new role soon. Hopefully he didn't lie, and that's actually true. Oh. <laughs> Does anybody remember Sylvain Grenier? What was his tactic partner's name? Was that uh, the French guy? Uh, Rene Dupree. You don't remember Rene, Rene Dupree? I remember, Rene Dupree. Dupree. Yeah, I remember more Rene Dupree than... The, the, the French tickler. The French tickler. I, my friend Mike used to crack me up with that. With the French tickler. La Resistance. Thank you, Too Sweet. I Bebo. remember La Resistance. Actually. Thank you, Too Sweet. That's right. La Resistance. Even us uh, even us uh, guys who are astute to wrestling forget some of these names. There they are, La Resistance. Yeah, yeah and wasn't didn't they uh, put Rob Conway in there at one point? Yep. 
Yeah, yeah I think they, he replaced Grenier, right? Yes, yeah. yeah, they got Rob Conway in there at one point. I remember point. them more with Rob Conway, I think, than I remember with the original guys. Yes, yes, that's right. Uh, Grenier left, and then they replaced him with Rob Conway, correct? No, wait, no, he, he replaced, replaced Dupree. Dupree? He replaced Dupree, Eddie? Okay, he replaced yeah. Dupree. Yeah. All right, there's uh, – okay, so there we go. So let's – Savon Grignard supposedly will be an agent soon for the WWE. Uh, one thing I want to bring up, Draper, because I know you enjoyed the series, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Yes. They announced that uh, Martha Hart, the widow of the late WWE star Owen Hart, was recently filmed by Vice Media for an upcoming uh, episode of the series, Dark Side of the Ring. Yes. Oh, uh, Martha, Martha Hart is cooperating with Vice. Uh, the Facebook page for the Owen Hart Foundation confirmed that Martha was interviewed for the series. As WWE fans know, Owen died in 1999, the pay-per-view over the edge. Drapey, you remember that night. Absolutely. I was watching it live. I was literally oh. watching it live. You were watching it live. I think I was coming home, and then you told me about it. That's right. Uh, when he fell from the rafters during uh, the entrance. Since then, Martha, as you know, has been with, at odds, and there's been a lot of uh, not-so-good feelings towards each other. No. Uh, refuses still to this day to let them induct Owen into the Hall of Fame, but agreed to work with Vice. What do you think about that, Trevor? Well, I mean, I like that show a lot. There was a couple of stinkers in that series, for sure, but that's the way all TV shows are. There's some great episodes and not so great episodes. But Joe, Gino I, and Brody were great. Gino and Brody were great. Yeah, those are the best ones. But, yeah. um, you know, the Moolah one was trash. Oh, that was trash. Trash. Meaningless. Didn't, didn't really... There was no reveal of any kind. Yeah. Um, and they acted like there was going to be some big reveal at the end. But... Um, It'll be interesting to see like how awful uh, this this is going to be, and I think this is further pushes Owen going in further and further away. So we'll see. You think so? That it causes further divide between WWE yeah, because absolutely. she's probably she's probably going to be unfiltered and say some things, you know. Obviously, yeah. yeah. And the big thing, obviously, obviously the safety of Owen, but also the fact that they continue the show is always going to be the thing that people will never really let go. But. You know, it's, 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 you know, it's so, it's so awful. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's awful forever. Who is anyone to say anything to Martha? I mean, like, honestly, like who is anyone uh, no. to say anything? You, uh, I, I don't know. I guess right. we're just, we're just so accustomed to everyone eventually coming back and resolving their things with WWE from yeah, Brett to this, Warrior. Th this might have to be, this might have to be after Martha's no longer on the earth. You know what I mean? This might have yeah, to be yeah. like Owen's children, but I mean, like what his parents, when the parents are dead. Yeah, because the wife, as they were married, has all, still all the rights, despite any amount of time that he's deceased. She forever has yeah. the right, rights to all that stuff, yeah, as as married couple. Yep. Okay. Um, also, uh, what do you think of this, Draper? WWE files trademark for Harlem Heat. I would have thought Harlem Heat had their own trademark for the longest time. Yeah, I don't, you know, it's funny. The same way like Bass has the Beach, I feel like they just were very negligent and probably – patenting some of these things because yeah. there's just so many goddamn things between their catalog and the WWCW catalog and they also have don't they have stampede and world class I'm sure certain things have slipped through the cracks yeah well they're talking about a pot Joey punches is bringing up they're talking about a, a possible Harlem heat matches versus a revival I guess it's Saudi Arabia I guess or Harlem mm -hmm. heat will be coming back for that payday at that sweet Saudi money as Jason Solomon sweet Saudi money blood sweet Saudi money absolutely uh, yeah shout out to him who's uh, Jason's on the cruise right now uh, the Jericho cruise yeah yeah we know a bunch of people on that cruise actually so I'm sure yeah, I'm curious Jason to hear all about it when I get back is anybody anybody on the cruise right now tuning into the show probably have better things to do i don't know i don't think they have the internet i don't think they have yeah. access to oh there oh no internet on the boat no internet on the boat yeah there was some issue with it no man jason Thomas is getting white girl wasted yep uh but shout out to him who's uh 
on the cruise right now. Yeah, a few people on the cruise. You know some people on the cruise too, uh, Trevor? Yeah, yeah, I know a couple people on the cruise. They were saying, did you see everyone was like, it was going to be a big sausage fest, and Chris Jericho said, absolutely not, or something like that. Yeah, we talked to, we talked about it a little bit on the show. Yeah, um, Julian, Julian Cannon posted a picture of it, and Julian said, this is the whitest crowd I've ever seen in my life. Uh, that's a lot of uh, and a lot of belts over shoulders, right, Trevor? There was a lot, yeah, and the hot sun. Let's carry the belt <laughs> around. Let's carry this hot belt around in the hot. There's a, there's a lot of guys rocking belts that they never won. That doesn't that drive you crazy, Draper. They never won any of those championships. No, you should have to defend them. I think you should uh, have to defend those. DJ, DJ, tell us to stop it. We're just having fun, uh, DJ White Sox. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hot leather belts in the sun. No thanks, too hot. Yeah. Says RCWR. Imagine like uh, like you like you're sitting in a beach chair and you have the belt on your waist, and then you wake up and you have the belt ta- the tan line with the belt on your on your stomach. You get the sunburn around the belt. Yeah, the old Brandon, school, like, yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty funny. Um, yeah, oh, Solomon said maybe we'll meet Orange Cassidy. We'll get a picture of them together. That'd, that'd be, be nice. That'd be interesting. At first, I didn't think they really looked that much like each other, but they actually do. They do. I think if they took a picture together, they wouldn't look as much alike as you think. It's like me yeah. with Christopher Daniels. Everyone's like, you look just like Christopher Daniels. Like, yeah, if we stood next to each other, you wouldn't think that. Yeah, <laughs> someone tells you you look like somebody you don't look like, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, here's a good story, and we'll all be happy for this on a personal level and on a professional level for him. Uh, Triple H reportedly met, it's, been, it's a breaking story, it's out there in the media, it's not a telling tales out of school. Triple H reportedly met with top free agent Killer Cross recently. Crazy. Uh, Sco- yeah, as we know, Scarlett Boudot signed with WWE a few months ago, and looks like her BF, Killer Cross, will be possibly signing with the company. Cross, of course, was let go from his Impact Wrestling contract finally in December 2019. He's been a free agent ever since, considered one of the hottest free agents on the market right now. Um, Dave Meltzer reported in the recent edition of Wrestling Observer Newsletter that although Cross has not signed a deal with any company yet, it looks like the WWE will likely be where he ends up. Meltzer added that Cross met up with Triple H this past week and had a very good meeting. So good for Kev. And yeah. I, I, and I, and I said it. And again, you know, you got to argue with people on fucking line. Ridiculous. I think he should go to the WWE because I think they can make him the star that he needs to be because of his talking ability. And even if he's not killer, he could just be Cross. I mean, it just Cross. It's one yeah. word. Wrestlers do very well if we remember. Um, and you know his, his, you know his, you know he's got a serious relationship with Scarlett. There, he probably wants to be there, and and they might team them up. There's rumors that that might yeah, happen too. I, I think that would be a good move. Um, I would like to see him go to WWE only because I don't see AEW ever putting those guys ever letting him get over. Like I just, no yeah. one is going to let that. He's never going to. AEW by design is going to be designed around the next few years around Chris Jericho, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, Hangman Page, and. Than people like MJF, and that's just the way it's going to be. Yeah, that's get in line. Yeah, get in line. You yeah. got to get in line. And the fact that he's so much bigger than all of those guys, and I just I don't see how he would. Now, New Japan, I would have been very happy for him to go to New Japan because I think he could be a fucking destroyer there, and have insanely stiff, crazy fucking matches there. That being said, there's New Japan has no television here anymore on a regular basis yeah. of the network. So, uh, the logical step would be to have maybe have him go into NXT. Be what Lars Sullivan is, only without the uh, you know the, the the sex tapes, and just kill kill people down there, yeah. And then bring bring them up to you know. Can you imagine him fighting with Dij- uh, Dijakovic and fucking Keith Lee? I mean, Jesus Christ! Dude. Oh, that's oh, and and uh, what do you call um, uh, Damien and uh, Priest and all yeah, that stuff? That's what I'm so saying. He- like he could just have these six stiff fucking matches down there. You know, there's no rush. You, you know, I I would not see him coming right up to the main roster. I just I think there's no room in the end right now, but NXT throw them in there with Scarlett. You know what I mean? 
Um, you know, but or not. I don't know what their plans are for her. I think he needs to be a heel, and I think he needs to be a killer, like just an absolute killer. Well, it's interesting, guys. We're, this is really lighting up the chat room. A lot of people have their opinions on where you should go and everything. It's actually getting a lot of comments ro- scrolling across the boards here. Um, again, it's not that I, I just uh, I agree with Draper that I think he has to get more in line in AEW because you say, well, doesn't he have to get in line in NXT? Not to the degree no. that he'd have to get in line at AEW. No, I don't think he has to get in line at NXT. I think uh, his talking ability, the fact that they can team him up with his real-life girlfriend, they have chemistry together, they work well in in, uh, Puerto Rico and Mexico together. Um, the natural born killers thing. People talk about the Mickey Mallory thing, and he's kind of playing that. And he and he teases all the fans with all of his stuff that yeah. he puts up in his videos. But it should be uh, it should be fun to see where he goes from here. But Kev is in his mid thirties. He has to make a move now. I think I don't think he should wait if he's going to sign a three to five year deal at, at mid thirties, which he is. No secret. Uh, he's got to make a, the right move now. When you say Draper, especially if he's going to yeah. sign a five year deal. Yeah, I, but but again, like if 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 NJPW had television. You know what I mean? Where he could get some profile. They don't. They just have the network. Um, he would have. Ins- he would be amazing in New Japan. He would. He would be a fucking he superstar. He'd be, he would be a fucking superstar in New Japan. Um, and he would have disturbingly good matches. I don't know if he wants to live in Japan while his girlfriend lives, you know, in Florida. You know, so but he's, you know, he's a nomadic dude. I mean, he's traveled. That dude's. He's oh a, yeah, he's all over the fuck. He's in like three countries a week sometimes. He loves. He, he loves. He loves to travel. He loves. Yeah. To so travel. who knows? I mean, I guess it, what it really comes down to is what what does Kevin want? You know, and uh, I know you know him a little bit. He's a super great guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and and he's a super talent. So the the fear is, Kev. I think no one wants to see him come up and get a bad gimmick and start doing jobs to fucking, you know, Randy Orton. I mean, like, yeah. you know, it's just that that's the fear. Hey, maybe you can be with the Messiah group and be the heavy, you know what I mean? Uh, well, even though the AOP is that. See, someone was even saying he could be, he would be like a, you know, uh, someone was mentioning the Wardlow, but, but uh, Wardlow doesn't have. got to wrestle. The guy just the stands resume. in the corner. He, he's, yeah, he, Ward, he's big Wardlow doesn't have, yeah, Wardlow doesn't have the resume that Cross has. Cross oh, has been yeah, wrestling. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's an international, like, like indie uh, journeyman wrestler. I mean, Wardlow is just going to stand in a corner and act like Big Bubba every week. That, that's his yeah. job. Yeah, Sean, uh, our, the big boss, our, the boss man of the yard, Sean is saying XTB were good, but not sure about the main roster yet. I think he would just, yeah, no no rush. Again, he's not he's not a young guy, but in wrestling, he's prime age, in that mid-30s age. AEW, uh, and he's got, AEW is not a good fit for him. He doesn't, I just. No, I don't think it is a good fit for him. I agree, and it's not because we hate AEW. I just don't think it's a good fit for him. That's all. Size-wise, style-wise, they, they, they just, no. Now, a lot of people were saying with ROH making these big commitments now and throwing money around. Uh, yeah, I could. ROH could use Killer Cross and have him just go in there and just destroy and 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 destroy everyone, you yeah. know, and, and have sick matches with like PCO and fucking and the Marty the Squirrel there or whatever the fuck else is left there. And but um, I, I just I would like to see him go to NXT or New Japan. I agree, and I think it's going to happen soon, sooner than later. People are saying maybe a Royal Rumble appearance, possibly, possibly. If he met with that Triple H recently, that'd be sick. That'd be sick. He's f- He's free to debut now if he wants to. He's he's free, so he yeah. could he could be at the Royal Rumble. He absolutely could be. Yeah. So let's keep let's keep an eye out that for next Sunday, and I'll I'll definitely be uh, over the moon if I see that. That'll be amazing. Um, you know, even to make just a, even a brief appearance in the Royal Rumble, I think for him as a lifelong WWE fan, it's a dream come true for him. So let's uh, hope for the best. Uh, and let's uh, here's some interesting stuff, John. 
another main roster star moves to NXT, and I think uh, permanently right now. Mike Canales, who was leaving and saying goodbye to all of us, uh, is back on WWE television, but he's uh, now working in NXT. Canales made his NXT debut at a house show in Melbourne, Florida, this past Friday night, and I believe he's back in NXT, or he might be there temporarily, but hes they're not letting him go. Yeah, I mean, get some use out of the guy. NXT's weird, dude, because there's a lot of people down there. I think people don't realize. You, you know what I mean? Like that, there's people yeah. attached to that pro, attached to that roster. Um, the guy's nothing for nothing. I, I mean, yeah. like honestly, he's nothing. You know. So if, they, if either get rid of him or just have him do, maybe have him elevate some people in NXT on house shows. There's no usage for that guy. Like that's yeah. look at Chris Hero. Chris Hero at least has a much bigger acumen on the indie scene and is, is, is has a better reputation. They're not doing dick with Chris Hero because he gained a lot of weight. He looks terrible, and like you know, but he's he can still work. He trains yeah. people, like you know what I mean. He he helps uh, coordinate matches and stuff. Maybe they could find a home for Mike Canales to do that. Who the fuck knows? Okay, and speaking of another person who was cryptically saying goodbye and countdown to my contract ends, fucking resigns. Callisto signs a new <laughs> multi. year reportedly signs a multi-year WWE contract uh, extension. WWE superstar Callisto recently signed. According to Pro Wrestling Sheet, and they usually get it right, the report notes that the Lucha House Party member has signed a multi-year contract extension. A report also notes that Callisto resigned with the company because he feels he still has a lot left to accomplish in this company. He seemed to not want to be here for the longest time. This is very weird. You know? Or well, do you think he looked at the writing on the wall and he's saying to himself, I have to compete with Phoenix and uh, guys like that who I'm not better than, again, get in line at AEW? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, was the, that was what scared him and said, well, five-year deal, WWE, maybe smart move for my family. Yeah, I, I, I don't see – he probably tested the markets quietly and saw there wasn't a lot of interest, and he wasn't going to be able to keep that name, which was yeah. even less interest. I mean, does he want to be like, you know, TJP, you know, an impact? Yeah. Uh, you know, who just a nothing for nothing too. So, you know, he'll, he'll they'll, they'll keep that Lucha House Party thing. They'll use them mostly at house shows or in dark matches and stuff like that to get the crowd a little excited and then they'll collect a paycheck. Yeah. And just some, uh, little other notes here. Um, Becky Lynch, by the way, if you want to see Becky appear, she'll be on uh, backstage tomorrow night. Uh, and I'm sure <laughs> I wonder what, what that's going to go over. I want to see if she's going to be in character or she's going to be nice, candid Becky, or she's yeah. going to do a tough girl routine throughout the whole show, which I prefer to see her as just regular Becky, by the way. Yes, me too. I, you know? I, 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 first of all, she's gorgeous. Uh, she can work a little bit, but, uh, you know, not, she's not I, – I, I never bought into the whole thing. I did I did a little bit in the beginning. It's just a lot of yakety yak. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of talking, not a lot of backing it up. So I'm ready to move on from that. There's plenty of other great women in the company that I think could do a good yeah. job. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, yeah, and Joe, I'm going to mention that right now. That was my next news item. Uh, the Kane interview with Stone Cold. Did you get to see any of that, Traper? No, I don't. I, I said this on the soup. Like, I, I don't want to see Steve Austin talk to people. I, I just, he's really? not. No, I just, I don't, I don't. I, he's not good at it. I, I, I'm sorry. Like, he's Steve Austin. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, dude, I love, uh, you know, I, I, dude, I, there's people I love at their respected crafts. That doesn't mean I want to see them do other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to see, you know, I, I love listening to Henry Rollins talk about music. I don't need to see, to see him do a cooking show. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I'm saying. Like, Austin, it's just he's bored out of his mind. Um, I, they could probably find different things for him to do, even to like different, like a gig in the company. But I don't find that everybody's like, you got to see this interview and you got to see this. And I'm watching. I'm like, I don't like Austin doing it. He's not really that good at it. I well, just don't think he's that good at it. That's all. 
Well, I think if he has the camaraderie, like he, the, him and Taker, you know, got along two Texas boys, grew up same, same age. I think it was kind of that, that really gelled well together. Him and Goldberg, I didn't like that interview at all. Him and Kane, Kane and Kane is a hell of a nice guy. I, I gave Kane a hard time over the years, but I realized what an yeah, iconic not, character yeah, Joe, Joey met Kane. He says he was like the nicest guy. Ever. But again, I, right. I don't. Like I don't, I love Steve Austin. I I was, yeah, I, me too. You, we clearly were huge fans. Like top, yeah. we were like the top of the chain fan. That's yeah. awesome. That doesn't mean that I need to see him. Like you know, the, like like do do a book review or, or you know, talk, <laughs> you got to see that movie Parasite. It's amazing. Like you know, I don't um, need to see like I, it's just I don't. I feel like Austin's just you. not that I interesting. Like you know, well, and I, I don't, and I don't think he really follows the company. I I don't. I just don't. I don't think he follows the company that much. That's all. I, I don't. I don't. I don't need to see it. I would and, much rather see him do something else. And another thing, I don't know if you got a chance to see it. And listen, I watched it twice, and I don't mean to like kind of go back on my own word because, and I, and I stick by the fact that he's a nice kid. And I say kid because I'm in my fifties, and I can call someone in their twenties a kid, and it's not the sure. meaning. It's a kid. Uh, David Benoit interview with uh, Chris Van Vliet, and I love Chris a lot. Chris is a great guy, puts us over on the show. Good, good, good dude. I really like him. Um, but I watched it again, Draper, and uh, I don't know, delusional. The, the, the dude's delusional, man. Well, I, I, mean, I, have, a, I have a tough time w- with that. I mean, I know because jo- Joey and I talked about it a little bit too. I just yeah. feel so bad for him. I, I honestly, I can't yeah. separate. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who seemingly has done nothing done nothing for anyone's contempt nothing on his own accord but yeah. who has lived with this for tw- 17 years i mean how long has it been who's yeah. gonna live with this to the day he dies yeah the, and he did nothing to no one so like no. i don't and yes he is delusional about the name and wrestling with the name and and and, and earning the name back yeah I, but i i just feel so bad for him yeah. so bad. i mean look at what look at what was taken from him I mean, like, he's a he's the fourth victim. I mean, like, you know, he's the third victim and all this because I'm not considering Chris Benoit a victim. But I, you cannot not feel bad for his son. You just cannot not empathize. There's got to be a part of you, even who thinks this was a terrible idea and he's delusional. Look at what he carries every day of his life, and how would you carry that as a young person? Yeah. I mean, your your brother, your father, this this horrific crime. I mean, horrific crime maybe the worst maybe the worst thing ever associated with wrestling ever i don't know that there'll ever be anything as bad well honestly. some people some people say the the brody murder but that that was as heinous as anything else because it happened in the sacred confines of the locker room which is supposed to be a safe yeah room yeah but that was also i mean we yeah this was domestic there. violence this was domestic violence was, but and he killed a pretty famous woman in her own right i mean nancy yeah, was yeah, kind yeah, of an yeah. iconic woman in the business nancy would have been in the hall of fame she would have been in the Hall of Fame. Woman was an iconic character. Yeah. Uh, she was the NWA's Liz uh, in an evil sense, like the evil Liz. Uh, you know, in yeah. Florida, she came before Liz. In Florida, I she came in 83, 84. It's hard to separate. Yeah. Do you do you ever come clean about your Benoit love? I mean, because we were super fans. We were well, super fans. We did, but remember we saw him and we always talk about that infamous thing where we moved up all the seats and he was on yeah, top on that card. We, yeah, we, 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 loved we loved him. Yeah, we, we loved, loved him. We, we loved just him. Com- we, we just commented that there was twenty five hundred people there. My but. good my good friend Randy, to this day, quietly, like, will confide in me that like, he still will go on YouTube to watch like Benoit matches because he just because he's a shorter guy in stature and he's very muscular, my friend. And he was just like, I this he was he was he goes everything looked real, like he was a guy I really believed like 
like like you know like was a this character and stuff like that. So yeah, I feel terrible for David Benoit. I what what he's saying is never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But I I, I don't know that I feel comfortable shitting on the guy. I just I don't. Oh no no, it's not shitting on the guy. But and, and I didn't know how Chris was kind of composing himself. Where he's like, yeah, I got because he has no experience. He was in there was some research done on this. And not to shit on him, but just to get facts out of the way. And um, uh, again, this is what we do on this show. Uh, He has very little training, minimal to the minimalist degree. He was in Lance uh, Storm School for a hot minute, literally, and quit. Uh, Never went back, never had any training, doesn't have any matches of note to watch or to reference. Um, He's 27 years old, um, so he's not trained at all. Uh, it's it's again it's delusions of grandeur and him talking about again I'm gonna be, you know be Chris Benoit and what are you gonna I'm gonna use that I mean literally using his moves the cross face I mean I'm yeah. holding myself my face here and I'm like but Chris I'm looking at Chris Van Vliet's body language and he you know he, this guy's interviewed Jennifer Lopez Chris Van Vliet I mean, yeah yeah on. no yeah this guy's, a, this guy's a you know uh, you know it's like the Mario Lopez of Canada and I say that in a complimentary way uh, you know this guy's interviewed big deals but that that was just so where do you go from here because he kept saying I don't know. Yeah, you know, uh, we'll see what happens in the future. But yeah, I'm going to do this, and I can picture myself being this and doing this, and uh, you know, winning this title. And I'm just like, it was almost like a, a fantasy interview. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, again, I, I don't. I, I just no, I'm not shitting on, but it was a, it was a stranger. It was it was. Yeah. I yeah. can't even tell you what but I watched. But look, but you know, it's never going to happen. So right, 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 right. Like I'm not. Let's not take that dream from him. Let him try to pursue it, and then let him come to the fucking have the come to Jesus moment. At some point, be like, "Hey, this is not going to happen for me like this." But I tried. Yeah, and yeah, then, like, yeah, know, like, see, so like Pillman, Pillman Jr. can talk like that. Like, I want to try and, you know, like he even said, "I want to not make the mistakes my dad made." No, Pillman, yeah. had, you know, didn't kill anybody, but he had drug issues and didn't die in the best yeah, way. He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't the best guy, right? So, yeah, so Pillman wants uh, Brian Jr. wants to write that ship. Uh, as yeah, do they, and even the Von Erich sons, you know, course, you know yeah, want to have, do the same thing. But, but these guys, you know? these, and and you could say that about like Cody Hall. I mean, but these guys are carrying very different weights on their shoulder. Yeah, no so one like, is ever going to carry that weight other than David. Like no one, no, no. one is ever going to carry that in the history no. of ever. The only only other person is if Brody's son Jeff got into wrestling and tried to be his dad. You know, what I mean, that would be weird. You know, what I mean, uh, you know, because, you know, everyone would talk about, you know, and he would never be able to go to Puerto Rico, literally. Yeah. Um, and if he did, what a news story that would be. Right. Brody's son wrestling in Puerto Rico. My God. Yeah. I mean, I, I think no one's ever going to give David this opportunity, but let him pursue nah. it. And, you yeah. know, and then and then when it when it doesn't happen, which it will never happen, it'll never fucking happen. At least he could say, you know what? I did everything I could. I tried. I, you know, and it just wasn't meant to be. And that's it. And uh, speaking of, uh, we were talking a little bit about Rocky Johnson before. Did you see The Rock's uh, tribute to his father on Instagram, the thing he wrote? I did. It was funny because there were some people initially, and, and you know, I mean, I don't, who are we to say anything? But right, right, right. when he didn't come out initially, like very quickly, people took that as a, a, a sign that he was, a, like they weren't very close. And there was always some of some stories. Uh, no, I heard he was in, John, I heard he was in shock because uh, Rocky was, so fast, yeah. Rocky had the flu. He was not ill that way he had uh he had a virus a viral infection and supposedly he didn't want to go to the doctor he was very anti-doctor in his older age one of those stubborn type of guys he didn't like you know go to sleep and have a heart attack he was dealing with the flu for like a whole week and he died surprisingly i think it took the family by surprise yeah yeah i mean it was a it was a wonderful tribute you don't expect anything 
Look, the Rock is just hitting home runs and everything he's doing. In oh life God, now, yeah, so. biggest star. I mean, in the world. I mean, he is he is just on. He's getting more popular now. Like every year, you think the Rock, the Rock is kind of like Dave Grohl in a lot of ways. Like you think, like oh, this is as famous and as well known as. He, and yeah, he did that cool thing and this cool thing, and then he does something else. You go, wow, he did another cool thing that everybody's talking about. So like you know, the Rock, even in his handling of his grief, is on another level. Like yeah, you know, he, it's just he, he's, he, everything. He, he everything really works out for him. Everything I, for him is just just works out like you know, now, and it's- now i know what the average smackdown uh rating is now but can guys what was it when rock was on was it double the ratings literally when he well, that was the debut that that was the it debut. was the debut but just think of uh, rock's star power helped that too because let's think if it was the debut when elias opened the show come on it would have been a lot different don't you think yeah. three point the antox is saying 3.9 yeah, and now they do two four fours million. and two twos or whatever. So yeah, so it's almost four million. But um, I don't, I don't think Rock will ever run for president. You think he'll do that, uh, John? I do. I, maybe not president, but I think he'll try to do something in business. I mean, he has so he's making so much money in movies, and he just he's Black Adam now, which is a major DC villain. That's character. unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, the wow, per, I mean the most time. perfect. Me and Mike have been waiting for him to take that for like ten years. I mean, like this. He was oh, you thought he was he was gonna he oh, was perfect God, for that role? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely! Like physically and you know just in in stature. I mean, I I want to. I mean, he's an evil son of a bitch character. So to see The Rock as a scummy, evil cock diesel villain, you know, DC's on fire right now. So it's like it should be it should be fun to watch. But dude, he's getting a TV show about his eleven year old life and his. I mean, like on NBC, like everything he touches is just like on a whole other level. It's crazy. Did, did you like the HBO uh, special Ballers? The, uh, the Ballers no, series? I couldn't get it. I couldn't get into it. I, I, I watched. Like, I'm not like a football it. guy. I'm not a football guy. So I couldn't anybody anybody in the chat like Ballers? Anybody a fan well, of super the- popular show? Shit, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. And Ballers is okay. RC. Saying, uh, ball is stuck. It's like I said, you just get the, you run the gamut here when you throw out a question like that. Yeah. But, but, uh, but one, one thing you can't deny is, like you said, rock, everything he touches turns to gold. Yeah. Um, let me just shout out a few more people here on Draper. I'll let you go. Uh, D Boy Gentleman, uh, Ernesto Defensa, Timothy Keel, Kane Shaw, Jeffrey Collins, James Mills, Cockboy, who's in the chat with us, Jay Smoothie, Tom Baffa, Joseph Nyakuk. Nico Time, Michael Rhino, Paul Convoy, Adam Demoy, and a shout out to Adam for uh, Adam sent me something for the cats. It was very nice of him. Uh, Billy Taylor, Hassan Hal Hashimi, Brent Webster, Aaron Kloss, Alton Ahia, Anthony Smith, James Gruesome. Shout out to James too, big time uh, pet guy. Um, Mark Israel, Bob O'Mac, CJ Uhura, Crest Man. What's up, Crest? James Deal, Switchblade, Courtney Summers, uh, Diago Nobre, who I always talk to on Facebook. John Coffey, Tim Everhart, Andrew914, Donald J. Trump, Russell Zavala, Murrell Combs Jr., Douglas McKay, Keith Lee, James Farmer, John Garcia, Mad Dog, No Good, Larry Trailer, Tommy Pekeski is with us tonight, Zach Spoonamore, Chris Lumina, Rich Maharg, Julian LeBlanc, Big, uh, Big Red Brandon Rice, Carl Buteau, a.k.a. Cheese and Rice, Spider Lewin, Rob McCabe, Brian Byrne, Daniel Warren, Michael Como, and let's give a shout-out to our sponsors. Canvas Theory Pro Wrestling Store, Pro Wrestling Attire with Style, Texas Podcast Basket. Draper, have you been on there yet? No, I haven't. I have no, we got to get you on there. there. I can't believe you haven't been on there yet. We got to get you on there. Uh, awesome horror film theme podcast. I know. I hear about it all the time. I love love going on the show. It's great. Uh, it was a lot of fun when I go on that show. We'll try and get you on that. Uh, Isaac uh, Fox, Custom Poetry. You've heard DT talk about it. I think he wrote some stuff for mm-hmm. Don Tony during his. Uh, 
proposal. Custom poetry for any occasion. Don Tony approved. There it is. Shoot the defense for soccer fans. Excellent podcast talking about soccer by the fans for the fans. Twitter is at shoot the defense. Rocked Reviews, very unique entertainment music-themed podcast. YouTube is Rocked Reviews. The Sneaker Addict, there's our boy DJ Dell's sneaker podcast. His YouTube is The Sneaker Addict. Uh, Element Shah, who has a displayed store for pop culture artwork. Sub-Zero Comics, wrestling comics and pop culture collectibles. Crisis in the Toyverse podcast has YouTube. It's called Undercover Capes. Your Best Bargains, LLC, Amazon store and eBay store. That's our buddy Mike. Shout out to Mike, who's also very helpful with the Kitty Cats. Uh, and Raul Roma's House of Cards, Pro Wrestling Cards, Vintage Packs, and more on eBay. And a special shout out to our buddy. How can I not even say this? I know you want to be here for this. Shout out to Mish, who's yes. uh, making a move. Shout out to our boy Mish. Literally My- today. <laughs> literally, literally today, Mish making the transition from the Midwest to the East Coast. They'll be closer here to New York. Yes, uh, which I'm happy about. Only a few hours away. Tri-state Mish. Tri-state Mish. Yeah, he's gonna have tri-state to. Tri-state Mish well, now. Tri-state Mitch. Tri-state Mitch. Tri-state Mitch. Instead of he, instead of being Mish Western or Mitch Western, he's gonna be tri-state Mitch on the Mitch. move. <laughs> tri-state Mitch. We were having a ball, and I, I don't know if you know Draper. Two weeks ago, and it was just one of the funniest things. Uh, we were on the show and we're talking, and Mitch is chiming in, and Don Tony's conversating with him. He's like, "Who is who is Mitch?" By the way, just joined the chat. I'm like, "That's Mitch," and it was just the funniest thing. He didn't know that he was talking to Mitch, and it was the funniest thing. Oh, uh, it just was like the candid, funny shit that happens on the show. He had no idea. He goes, "Oh, I didn't even know that was Mitch." Go, that's him. So he goes, "Why are you calling him Mitch?" I'm like, "Cause someone called him that, and now we're calling him that all the time." Right. Um, but it was a lot of fun, and so Mitch made the move. Uh, like I said, Midwest to the to the Northeast here, um, and uh, hope he he likes his new digs, and hopefully he's doing well and getting settled, and uh, gonna enjoy a, a new life and and great new horizons, as me and Mitch were talking about it. So yes, he's a fresh a fresh start in the tri-state area. Yeah, fresh start, man. You know, like I said, New Year. It's kind of apropos, right, Draper? New Year, fresh start in January. It's the way to go. Yes, you know? or yes, or as I New Year, same me. That's New Year, same. Yes, there you go. New Year, same, same me. And Tommy Pekeski saying he can get some real pizza now. I'll take a little dig at the Midwest. Uh, he's very touchy with the pizza. He's so. a little touchy with that, Tommy. I don't very know. Very touchy with New York pizza. Tommy was just in New York. Tommy, you still in New York, or you're you're back in in FL? Uh, Tommy's uh, New York transplant back into Florida, but he was in New York recently. Uh, oh, Tommy's still here. Okay, Tommy, getting some good pizza, hopefully. But again, we hope Mitch is doing well, and I, I he'll be back this week, I believe, on all his broadcasts. Will we be back on Soup this Thursday, John? I I think that's the plan. Um, I don't want to say anything because I'm a little, you know, he's no, we're not sure yet. Okay, well, it's yeah. a big move. It's a very yeah, it's big, a big move. move a lot yeah. of, and uh, so obviously it's, uh, you know, he wasn't able to do the show Thursday because he was packing to move and we didn't have any, uh, we didn't have a shitbox Sunday. So hopefully as soon as he's settled in, we'll get back on schedule. So I just want to thank everybody for their patience. Let them know that uh, as soon as Mish is settled in, uh, moving such a big move uh, with a lot of moving parts, uh, we'll get back on schedule. Yeah, Mitch will be back. But again, yeah, it is. It's a big move. He's in Chicago for the longest time. It's it's yeah. a big deal, you know. To move. Yeah, listen, it was a big it was a big move for me to go from Brooklyn to Queens. Yeah, Jesus. for me to go from Brooklyn to uh to Albany. Albany, yeah. It did, uh, again, it's it's a change. Mish moved the Mish Mish moved the time zone away. So like he know, did. A, you know, um, and he's he uprooted his whole life. So just everybody can be a little patient. We, you know, I I I, I know some people like didn't know what was going on with the shows or looking for stuff on Patreon everything's going to get worked out as soon as he's up and running. He literally just, just flew in today. So uh, hopefully he'll be back on the air Thursday. 
Oh, he flew in. Did he, does he have his car down here? Well, he flew in today. He's working oh, okay. on stuff of the car. I think this was just an initial, like, like to get some stuff out, and he put some stuff in storage. So, like, oh, you know, okay. I, I don't, I don't want to disclose too much, but yeah, he, he yeah, yeah, he today. But okay, so well, again, shout out to him, shout out. So, and you and Joe did the Thursday show together, correct? Yes, with Lee Sanders, uh, the mighty. Oh, Lee Sanders. Sanders. That's right. Yeah, I got to check that out. I heard about that. Everything went good on yeah. that. Yeah, it was awesome. Lee's the best man. Everybody loves Lee. Yeah, shout out to Lee who's here with us in the chat. Cloudy, uh, Tony, everybody. Uh, shout out to Don Tony. Uh, you enjoying the Don Tony uh, video stuff? It takes you. Yeah, I'm getting acclimated to it now. Yeah, I got to get used to. I, you know, it's funny. I listen to like I know you like Rogan and like stuff like that, but I never yeah. watch it. I never. No, I don't watch. Exactly. Like, yeah, I never watch. I just so even like Jason stuff. Never watch it. Uh, JD stuff. I never watch any of this stuff. I listen to it because between running and like doing errands and driving, it's like I never occurs to me to watch it. So I still oh, you listen. Yeah, you listen. Yeah, I listen. Yeah. I'm constantly listening. So like, uh, you know, so I, it's just something to get acclimated to, um, especially now, because it just it's funny how all these things have always been there. You know what I mean? And also, Kevin, I want to give a little prop. I don't know if you notice because mm -hmm. I know you didn't like this episode of Curb, but mm -hmm. uh, uh, there was a little special guest on Curb. My buddy uh, Bridget Fetise was the hostess in that episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, that was uh, her. Okay, that was I didn't Bridget. Yeah, that I was Bridget. She, didn't tell, she told no one, which is pretty awesome that she didn't say a word to anyone and just let the episode air. And then uh, she's she's a very funny person. She has a great podcast. Very witty, very smart. She's a great writer. She used to write for Playboy, but she just had a cameo on that episode of Curb, which I thought was pretty cool. So. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. I, I guess I got home late from work, and I I was just kind of in an aggravated. She watched it again. Reason. It was actually very funny. Like the thematics behind it were really funny, you know. So yeah, no, I'll definitely, I'm definitely going to check it out again. Like I said, if I rewatch it again, I'll wind up liking it. Just the initial watch, I just thought that the Trumps, you know, it's kind of like overdone stuff. Well, it's, it's a funny. It was a funny idea. Like that's an actually that's a very Seinfeld Seinfeldian oh, idea. Oh, it is. And I'll say this: I always thought that Jeff did look like Harvey Weinstein. So that, that he does. Was, which, by the way, very yeah. funny idea. I mean, like you know, especially with that show being in L.A. and and I'm sure he gets that regularly on the real. Yeah, you know what yeah I'm saying? that's, he does that's probably like happened that. in real life, so they put it into the show. And I'm a fan of his because he's the Goldberg's dad, so I'm a big fan of his. So. Well, he's, yeah, he's a very funny guy, Jeff uh, Garland. You know, but, yeah, Jeff. Uh, yeah, props to uh, Bridget Fetise for getting on the first episode of Curb. Big deal. Absolutely, and thank you, Draper. I'm going to let you go. I'm going to stick around for a little while, and uh, we'll close out the show, and then I'll stick around and chat with you guys a little bit in the chat. Um, but thanks for joining us tonight, Draper, because I know you got to get up for work in the morning tomorrow. I have a miserable yes. day ahead of me tomorrow, but I'll stick around for a little while and chat with people. Uh, but uh, want to plug anything else uh, for yourself? Any global balding or anything coming up? Well, like I said, we have uh, hopefully we'll get the suit back. The mission, Joey, will be back together on Thursday. And of course, we'll have the recap for the Rumble on Sunday. And then once everything's caught up, we have uh, the side salad. That's where me and Mish. Talk about a lot of comic stuff and a, and a lot of we do a lot of comic stuff on Side Salad, and then mm -hmm. of course the solo show Global Balding. These are exclusive shows along with Frank and Gus uh, for um, for the Patreon. So that's the Wrestling Soup Patreon page. Uh, five mm -hmm. bucks gets you into what we call the Soup Kitchen. Uh, you have tons of uh, exclusive content there. Not to mention the unedited shows are put on there right away from the Thursday shows, including the Shipbox as well. So okay. hopefully uh, we'll get that schedule up and running. All right, sounds good, man. Thanks for thanks for joining us tonight. I appreciate you filling in the seat for DT. It's right, always I will good with me, and you can you, team uh, up offline. I will talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you offline about family stuff and other stuff. But thanks for joining right. us, Jim. Peace right, out. Thanks, guys. Peace, guys.
John O'Mai. It was fun to channel surf. It was kind of hard to do a little pocket pool after you hitting the last channel button 50 times for two hours plus. John O'Mai. And his whole idea of overanalyzing, oh, he's an alcoholic, and he misplaced the belt. And how could you have someone champion like that? Get the fuck out of here. Wednesday night. Don O'Mai. You can have fun. You really are. New to Medicare? Start now. Go to MyHealthPolicy.com to learn about some of the top-rated Medicare Advantage plans in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. If you're thinking about a Medicare Advantage plan, MyHealthPolicy.com is a great place to go to find a plan that meets your needs. Learn more about your options. Even talk with a licensed insurance agent. MyHealthPolicy.com.